to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo. With me as always, we have Kells. Hello. We have Andy. Hey, everybody. And back from his trivia pilgrimage, <laughs> Neil. What the heck has been going on around here while I left, since I left? Well, we figured that since you had gone on this trivia pilgrimage, you I mean you told me you were going to Mount Kilimanjaro, mm -hmm. and then you told me you were going to go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench to pressurize the trivia knowledge in your brain, right? To kind of crystallize it like a diamond. We thought we'd be kind of relaxed and chill, and we had mm -hmm. Allison and Major on for a for a hoot and a holler, as they say. <laughs> well, it was fun. Like Andy mentioned in the in the last episode, I was I was really kind of just kicking it in the Caribbean. Yeah, that's not what your timesheet said. Well, so we as a as a part owner, I don't really have to uh, I don't really have mm -hmm. to fill out my timesheets accurately. It's into tax uh, just tax stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of the last two episodes, uh, they were great. I uh, really appreciated uh, Allison and Major stepping in. However. Uh, there were a couple of really, really minor issues. One of which is just something that kind of was niggling at me um, in the in the last episode, which was network TV. There was a there was a category about MTV. Did anybody else find that odd? Since MTV is not a network, it's a cable a cable channel. I just enjoyed the fact that we got to say VJs. Yeah, no, <laughs> we really I mean, don't get me wrong. It was days. it was worth it just for that moment, but <laughs> and and honest, the, the seriously, I think unless you're going to include like the WB or um, uh, what else is there? The um, CW, CW, they really covered all the all the major networks, and then still had one category left over. So the other issue. And and this was this is uh, actually affects gameplay. Um, there was a question that I first noted because it's one that I presented in the dogs episode many 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 months ago, which was the one about the um, the most common uh, mascot in the uh, in the U.S. in colleges, and the way I phrased it originally was uh, what's the most common mascot in division one, the way uh, I think it was Allison who read that question said was what's the most common mascot in college sports. And if you include all of college sports, the the bulldog is not the most common uh, mascot. Oh, the other thing that amused me about it is that Kelvin and Devo both got it right when I asked the question many months ago. You both said Bulldogs correctly back then, and you both got it wrong when Allison asked it. Hmm. But do you know? <laughs> so do you know if you're looking at all college sports, even um, even uh, you know small Christian schools or whatever, what the most common mascot is? Um, the Wildcats. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Okay. There's one of them in Northwest Arkansas. In Northwest Arkansas. So what, like a hillbilly? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's a college in Northwest Arkansas that has a mascot that yeah. is uh, one, of, one, one of these. Oh, so what's JBU's mascot? 
They're the golden eagles. Is that the most common one? The eagle, yeah. Oh, eagle. Oh, uh-huh. huh. Okay. There's like 71 schools that have an eagle for their mascot. And and huh. some of those have modifiers, and I believe golden eagle is the most common of those. Really? Hmm. Isn't Southern Miss the golden Miss. eagles? Southern Miss golden eagles. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Neil, for bringing us. Oh, and I should point out that that was brought to my attention by a friend of the show, Barry. Well, thank you very much, Barry. I almost That's forgot to mention that. Uh, not only coming on the show and whipping us, um, <laughs> right. he's he's letting us know where we're wrong. So we appreciate you, Barry, as always. He was very, very polite about it. I'm sure he was. That's the Minnesota thing. Because I, I, I don't think he, he didn't really want to criticize uh, our guest hosts either. And I, I certainly don't. I love Allison and Major, but yeah, their question was wrong. So, <laughs> you know, wow. if you, if you did that in a competition, like a real competition trivia, that would have been challenged because that's how, he, that's how he found out about it is because it was challenged. A similar question was challenged when he was playing. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Well, none of this amateur junk for us. We gotta, we gotta tighten the belt. Right. Cause were. we're professionals. We are. We get paid for this. Some <laughs> sort of technically, I guess. Technically, we do. So, what better way to show how professional and organized and on top of it we are than to have another tournament? Yes, that's a good idea. So, it is February 2020. It is time for the third major in the Brain Ladle Trivia. Grand Slam of Trivia Tournament stuff. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't... What? What was unclear about that? Okay. So, we here at Brain Ladle like to do <laughs> tournaments. We have four tournaments, like Grand Slams, like in tennis mm-hmm. and in golf. We do a Grand Slam schedule. This next tournament we are embarking on, beginning today is known as the Man of Steel. Which one of us will be the Man of Steel? That's a good name. I like it. Dave likes it. Uh, Can I beat the Iron Cheek? Has anybody used that? (laughs) Yeah, and he will break you into many little pieces. Crap. (laughs) So, Neil, why don't you explain the rules and the little twist we have on Man of Steel? I'll do that. Every week we have a theme. In that theme, we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's usually a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then a final question is worth up to 100 points. Well, so the idea for this game, the twist for this tournament, is each game, each of our three players is going to get a chance to steal a question from someone else. Hence, they'll be the man of steel for that question. Which means that, so say there's a question about movie the godfather devo who's never seen the movie because <laughs> i don't i don't know why <laughs> might decide that wow. he's going to steal kel's answer who uh who knows a little bit about the godfather and so if kel's gets it right devo and kel's both get points if kel's gets it wrong neither of them get points so as i mentioned earlier i recently got back from a lovely nine day cruise in the Caribbean. It was very nice. 
And I decided, Was there any trivia involved in the cruise? Can, we need to write this off somehow. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> on cruise ships, at least the ones that we go on, there are usually at least four different trivia games per day. Oh, good. And I went to approximately four of those. So I decided to do an entire quiz on the Caribbean. Oh, okay. I like the Caribbean. I've heard about it. It seems nice. Um, And just just for reference, there's different kind of uh, definitions of the Caribbean. Um, Almost all, I think all of my questions are related to islands in the Caribbean. So mainly like Central American countries like Belize or, or Mexico or Venezuela or Suriname, they're not going to be included in any of these questions. And unless I specifically say otherwise, I don't know how much it's going to come up, but unless I specifically say otherwise, I'm including in uh, sovereign countries as well as foreign territories when I say a country or a nation, unless I specify otherwise. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. All right. Category one. Andy, you had two weeks off from science, yeah. but that's over. <laughs> Great. <laughs> got to buckle down and get back into the swing of things mm-hmm. here. Caribbean science. <laughs> Question one. Julian Kenny was a Trinidadian zoologist who studied freshwater fish and anurians. What type of animals make up the order anura? A-N-U-R-A. And I have an easy mode to start you off if you need it. I'll tell you what class of animal. Uh, neurons are. Yeah, I'll take the easy mode because I don't understand most of that question. <laughs> I'll take easy mode too. I uh, so why just to ease our way in. Right, because you know. <laughs> yeah. Neurons. This will narrow it uh-huh. down. A neurons are an, are an order in the class amphibian. Oh, that no. makes it much easier. Hmm. Um, locked in. Uh, hmm. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels, what's your answer? I said frogs. Oh, my goodness. Ava? I said turtles. Mm. And reptiles. I said frogs. Oh, I some... thought you were asking something more complicated than that. There are some amphibian that. turtles. There's no are such there? thing as an amphibian turtle. <laughs> I thought no. there were. Turtles are reptiles. All, I thought all. there were. Man. All the way. Oh, shoot. Yippee. Okay. I, I was going to write down frogs, and I was like, wait, there are turtles that swim. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're back. I love that response. You know, there's frogs that swim too, right? I Moving on. So the correct answer is frogs. <laughs> Okay, so here's a here's a trivia nugget for you. Do you know what the difference between frogs and toads are? Um, How they hold their drink? Uh, no. Well, it's kind of a trick question. There is no difference taxonomically between frogs and toads. Kind of colloquially, people tend to think of of uh, frogs as as water dwellers and toads as uh, 
frogs that don't live in the water, basically drier mm -hmm. frogs, I guess. But hmm. genetically, they're they're all in the same order. They're all the same thing. Hmm. Hmm. The more you know. Are you sure they're not turtles? <laughs> um, Positive. Question two. Oliver Headley was a Barbadian chemist who developed innovative photovoltaic cells. What are photovoltaic cells used for? I'm, uh, I'm locked in. I have a good idea what it might be. It's not turtles. Mm. No. Well, are you sure? There goes that one. No. I'm locked in. Phototurtolic. Uh, <laughs> a phototurtolic. <laughs> All right, David, what's your answer? Uh, solar power, like on calculators and watches and stuff. Okay. Andy? Yeah, as an owner of solar panels, I believe it's solar cells. Kels? I said channeling light into electricity. It's a very precise definition. But yeah, photo means light and voltaic is like electrical. So they're used for solar energy. Yay. Points all around. Hooray. Question three. Dr. Kendrick Lewis is a chemist from Grenada known for his work with inorganic chemistry, specifically the element with atomic number 14, which is increasingly important in today's world. What is element 14? And for a bonus, since he worked mostly with inorganic chemistry, what element is associated most closely with organic chemistry? I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. All right. I'm locked in. Andy? Um, element 14 is the cola nut to which all cola is produced from. Oh, okay. my gosh. That's colonium. Right. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Uh, do you uh, have an answer for the bonus? Um, cola nut? Kel? <laughs> oh, you said um, uh, more important, like today, I thought of Silicon Valley. So I said silicon. Okay. And organic chemistry usually deals with carbon, I believe. Okay. Deva? Holy crap. I said silicon and carbon. Element 14, increasingly important in today's world, is obviously silicon. What? And organic chemistry is chemistry that uh, deals with carbon and carbon. Oh. Uh, carbon based life forms. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> You 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 bounce back from turtle man. Good job. It only took two. I focused up after turtle man. That was humiliating. <laughs> All right, full points, including bonuses to Kels and Devo. Question four: Robert Rashford is a Jamaican aerospace engineer who is currently working on a component for what telescope due to be launched in March of two thousand twenty-one? All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. All right, Kels. Man, now I feel bad about this because Andy got me thinking about Jamaican <laughs> telescopes. <laughs> I, I said the Selassie. Uh, 
Deva? I said uh, Hubble 2, Electric Boogle. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the right answer. Well, it should be. Anyway. I said Hubble 2, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to the turtle thing. Good job. So, Andy, you. you know how you told me once that you listened to the uh, podcast, The Skeptics Guide I do, but I don't take notes. I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> well, they, they've talked about this telescope at least a half dozen times over the uh-huh. last year. <laughs> what is it called? It is the James Webb Space Telescope. It's going to be awesome. It's going gonna, it's gonna to blow the Hubble away. That is really cool. Yeah. Hmm. All right, at the end of round one, Andy has 15, Devo 22, and Kells has 27. Hmm. Oh, I'm not winning. Mm, okay. Well, no. But it's anybody's game. How good are you, Andy, at Caribbean geography? Um, not as good as I am at Caribbean science. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to yeah. be a long game. <laughs> We are going to talk about Caribbean music at some point, but I'm not sure that's going to be much better for you. To be not honest. much. Right, geography question one. Off the coast of Venezuela are three islands known as the ABC Islands. For four points each, name the three ABC Islands. And for a bonus, what country do all three islands belong to? Yeah, I, I just know one. I'm, I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in. Andy, were you first again? Yeah, I am. Um, the only island I could come up with is Aruba. And I believe that the group of islands belong to the Netherlands. Okay. Kels? Well, Aruba was the only one that I got as well. But I said France. They come from France. <laughs> <laughs> like the Coneheads? Is that a, is right. that a Coneheads come reference? They come from France. It is a conehead reference. Wow. I don't know which is worse, that you made it or that I recognized it. <laughs> We're in this together, Neil. Devo? I have Aruba and Curacao. Oh, right. And I had uh, the Netherlands. All right. The correct answers are Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. I can't believe all three of us forgot Bonaire. Such a popular <laughs> island. It's I'm sure the people that live there mm. love it. And they are all part of the kingdom of the Netherlands. So mm. I've got uh four for Kells, ten for Devo, and six for Andy for that one. Question two. The small islands that make up the eastern boundary of the Caribbean Sea are collectively known as what? All right, I'm locked down. You are? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't think I'm right, but <laughs> I'm, I'm locking in with something. I'm I'm locking in. I'm locked in. It might it might be right. And I think it's the In and Out Island chain. Okay. No. It was, was that a joke. Sort of. Yeah. I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just said the Virgin Islands. And Deva. I also said the Virgin Islands. Well, I believe the Virgin Islands are included, but the 
whole group of islands, which go from maybe the Virgin Islands down to like Trinidad and Tobago, are called the Lesser Antilles. Oh, man. As opposed to the Greater Antilles, which are like Hispaniola, Cuba. And Dang it. Do you know, you know what Antilles means? No. It doesn't mean anything. It was kind of... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it was kind of this fictional <laughs> island that they used to like before they started uh before explorers started coming here, they the European map makers would put some place called the Antilles. It was kind of like a a place they thought might be there. I don't know why they bothered putting a place like that on the map, but when they actually got here they started calling it the Antilles. Huh. Like a, it was like a placeholder. <laughs> yeah. Question three, four countries in the Lesser Antilles have the word and in their name. Name them for three points each. Oh, uh, I'm ready. Oh, it's going to take a little while to write. I think, yeah, there's I, only, <laughs> I think there's only maybe seven or eight countries in the world that have the word and in their name. Mm-hmm. And uh, four of them are in the Caribbean. I'm locked in. See, you know, this is one of those questions that I I know, but it's like buried under turtles. <laughs> under, you jerk! <laughs> it's turtles yes, all the way down. Buried under so many turtles. No, um, I'll tell you why I'm gonna get this. It's because I I do map quizzes. Yeah, and I always get hung up in the Caribbean. Because I feel like it's a lot there. Well, it is a lot there. I'm just gonna lock in with the with the one I know, because I know there's I know the other ones, but turtles, <laughs> turtles all the way down. All right, I'm locked in with two. All right, Kels, what's your answer? All right, uh, Saint Kitts and Nevis. I see. I oh, I should have known that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Saint. St. Vincent and the Grenadines. That's just a band. (laughs) And Antigua and Barbuda. So you got three? Yes. And Andy? Antigua and Barbuda and Trinidad and Tobago. Those are the only two I have. You you said four. Did did you say four or three? I did say say four for three points Uh, each. I got hung up on the three. Yeah, damn it! I was surprised <laughs> that you didn't I did, that you didn't get that one because they're the biggest by far. Yeah, but I tend to go obscure because I usually remember the big ones. Mm, missed it. Devo, Trinidad and Tobago. That's all I had, but I knew Saint Kitts. Doug got it. <laughs> yep. So the correct answers are Antigua and Barbuda. I'll give you Barbada. I think that's what sure. you said, Andy. It's close enough. <laughs> Although it is distinct from Barbados. Right. Um, St. Yes. Kitts and Nevis, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and Trinidad and Tobago, or Tobago. <clears throat> so Kells could have had 12, but he misunderstood the question and got nine. David and Andy both got three. <sighs> I thought Andy got six. Didn't he get two right? Oh, sorry, my bad. 
and he got six. Thanks for watching out for your uh, Thank opponent. You. Hey, I want to win fairly. <laughs> That's what we turtles do. Turtles all the way down. Question four. There are only two crew. This is a little confusing, so mm -hmm. bear with me. There are only two Caribbean countries that lie west of the east coast of Florida. One of them is Cuba, and the other is a British overseas territory known for being an offshore financial haven. What country is that? Oh, oh. locked in. Thank you, Crown Movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm locked in. I think I know this. I'm locked in. I feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> Probably a big yeah. lunch. <laughs> Surf and turf. <laughs> Devo? Um, I said uh, the Cayman Islands. Yes, thank you. Which is where Brain Ladle Productions has all of its money in uh, <laughs> South African Kruger Rants. We have money? <laughs> In, yeah, in the Caymans in Crew Grants. Uh -huh. how, how much what do you money? We have it? at least one Crew Grant somewhere. Okay. Andy? Cayman Islands. And Kells. The Cayman Islands. And I have to ask, because I wrote it down this way, I have no idea. Is Cayman spelled C-A-Y-M-A-N? Yes. Oh, man. Win! <laughs> And there are three of them. Sure. There's the Grand Cayman, Grand Cayman. Lesser Cayman, and something else. Mama Cayman, Papa Cayman, <laughs> and Baby Cayman? <laughs> Surrounded by the Goldilocks Islands. <laughs> and because I looked this up today because I was curious, the highest point on Grand Cayman Island is 59 feet. Wow! What? Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a basically a coral uh, atoll, hmm. and uh, it's not very high off the ground, off the sea level. All right, at the end of round two, Andy has thirty-seven, Devo forty-five, and Kells has fifty. So we're going to move on to Andy's favorite subject: music. Music. Ooh. Question one. What Trinidadian singer is best known for his 1993 hit, What is Love? What is oh, love? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this wrong because I know who it is. I'm locked in. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to put what I think it is. No. Okay. Okay. Because I think, I think Kel's got upset with me. Well, I would pronounce it wrong a long time ago. Oh, Devo, please really? don't hurt me. No more. No more. Don't hurt me. <laughs> okay, I'm locked in. Okay, Andy. Hadaway. Kels? Hadaway. Yeah, I wrote down the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> See? What'd you write down? I, I don't want to say. No, no, you got to say it. Those are the rules. <laughs> well, since I'm wrong anyway, I'm going to say it. Do you remember <laughs> that, that artist, uh, Shamalar? Shamalar. Shamalar. The wicked man. 
Shalimar. Let's see, I wrote down Shalimar thinking I'm not going to be wrong again. <laughs> but when you said Hadaway, I knew I was completely off, so I might as well just dive head first into Shalimar. Oh, man. <laughs> I oh, heard my that God. That was so the funniest long. thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Shamalar. <laughs> you didn't even you didn't even get the wrong answer right. I know. That's that's great. That was fantastic. Oh, Best man. answer ever. Please don't hurt. Anyway, me. the correct answer is Hadaway. Yeah. Yeah. Question two. Reggae evolved in the late sixties from what two other similar music styles? Oh god, I never even thought of this. For five points each. One of them is tough. I'm locked in. I don't know what a second one could be. I'm I'm just gonna man. I bet if you were Jamaican you would know what it was. Probably. Um... I'm I'm locked in. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fine. Dave, I thought uh, we talked about not doing Coke on the air. We yeah. we did. That's Coke. why I'm doing Coke Zero. <laughs> nah, this ain't working. I'm I'm locked in. All right, Kels. I said rhythm and blues and dance hall. Okay, Dave. I said ska and calypso. Andy? See, I'm really troubled by this because I thought this is one I knew before you asked it, but then you said one of them was kind of obscure. And I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive, it's ska and rock. So that's your answer? Yeah. So I'm not sure which part of that have you not heard of. You were really close, uh-huh. <clears throat> Andy. The correct answers are ska, but the other is rock steady. Rock steady. Rock steady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In relation to bebop. Define, <laughs> except for the band called Rock Steady. Define rock steady. Um, it's, uh, I believe, a little f- faster than uh, than reggae. So the first it's more rock like. It's. Well, according to all the references I found, yeah, it's Rocksteady is distinct. Okay. Um, the first band to use the word reggae in a song was a Rocksteady band. Interesting. I forget what they were okay. called. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, challenging. I was just. Hmm. Okay. So I actually, I actually did a little look up on that there, mm-hmm. and it originated in Jamaica. Rocksteady in around 1966, and it was a successor of ska and a precursor to reggae. Hmm, like a bridge so, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was popular for very long. I think once once it kind of evolved into reggae, reggae sort of took over. Um, they basic, but rhythm and blues was an influence in that Rocksteady. Well, R and B was an influence to rock, so it's and that's where yeah. that kind of gets muddled. But yeah, and maybe this wasn't a very good question because <clears throat> those those lines are so they're so complex. Yeah. It's it's really hard to say. This I, is, this as an audiophile, I get irritated by genres because 
I mean, like currently everybody's alternative. I love the fact that the Jim Blossoms are alternative. They could not be more basic classic rock, but they're alternative. Well, according to the this musicology kind of thing I'm seeing here, uh, the main the main defining characteristic of rock steady is uh, the offbeat rhythm. You know, it's like Scott playing yeah. the uh, the guitar on the offbeat. Okay, so it, it picks up that. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a very definable characteristic, okay. but it basically lasted for about two years. <laughs> but ABBA's still better, right? Uh, no. Huh? No. No. Them's fighting words. What about the Bee Gees? No. Oh. Okay. Question three. Attila the Hun, Roaring Lion, and Lord Kitchener were early stars in what musical genre that developed in Trinidad? And I've got an easy mode on this for half points if I'll you want. Take it. easy mode, thank you. Yeah, I'll take easy mode as well. I, I, it's kind of niggling at the back of my brain. That those sound familiar. Yeah, I'll take easy mode. Okay, easy mode. Harry Belafonte was known as the king of this type of music. Oh, Locked in. Oh my dude. Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in too. Kells. Calypso. Devo. Apparently, I thought it was reggae or a precursor thereof. Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy. Uh, we have no bananas. Calypso. Correct answer is Calypso. But you know what the first popular Calypso song was in uh, in the U.S.? No. First popular. Um, was it uh, Hold My Hand by the Beatles? Mm, no. Okay. It's way before that. Just guessing. Way before that. I don't know. Deo? It was the Andrews Sisters. Rum and Coca-Cola? Yes. <laughs> oh, I it was a big hit. It, that's good. Yeah, of well, course. It, it was a big hit. Uh, during World War II, which is a little bit ironic because the song is about the increase in <clears throat> prostitution and drugs and other crimes in uh, in uh, Trinidad. Working for the Yankee dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Question four. You can't talk about Caribbean music without talking about Desi Arnaz, right? Of course hey, not. Hey, Lucy! Uh, so his signature song, Babalu, is a Cuban song named after a deity in what Afro-American religion, which is a blend of Yoruba religion and Catholicism? Wow, I can't believe I'm not up on my Yoruba religion. That melts with or English, apparently. It, <laughs> it's, just to be clear, it's Yoruba religion. It's an African religion, not, not, Aru, not Aruban. And I feel like if anybody knew this, they wouldn't have let him sing it on 1950s television. <laughs> Afro. I can't be that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm locked in. Um, I got to guess. I'm locked in too. Andy? I think it's Ray Guy. Uh, did you mean Ray Gay? <laughs> no, Ray Guy. <laughs> okay. Kels? <laughs> Is it Santeria? Oh. 
Devo? Voodon. The correct answer is Santeria. Yeah. Oh, nice. Santeria's, well Santeria is called that because of its Santeria is called that because of its Catholic or Catholic yeah. um, derivation. There's a well, lot of saint stuff. You know, Kels, I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> I had a million dollars and I spent it all. Okay. It was funny there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Let's move on to the scores. Andy, you didn't do that great in music. No. But, but, Devo did even worse. Yes. <laughs> so, right now, Devo has 60, Andy has 62, and Kells has 80. Ooh, big scoring game. <sighs> okay. I feel like you guys need to do a little bit more work in the Caribbean. Yeah, we should definitely well, I, study more. I would love to. Fun. Yeah, I, I've only been there once and it was amazing. I really think that you dropped the ball in Caribbean music without one question about Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly. I was ready for that. <laughs> well, so I've used Rihanna before. I think in the women, um, I did a whole, a whole show on women and I believe I mentioned Rihanna there. And we're, you did. We're I would. I was just, yeah, I was just hoping you throw us a right. bone. <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to sports. I like sports. Oh, sport ball. Question one. Interesting. The West Indies team is one of only 12 that qualify for the highest level of competition in which international sport? Oh, God. I'm locked in. Could you repeat that one more time, sir? Sure. The West Indies team is one of only 12 that qualify for the highest level of competition in which international sport? Locked in with a total guest. Yeah, I'm locked in. Kels? I'm going to go out on a limb and say cricket. Andy? I went with cricket as well. Deva? I'm on the same limb as the other guys. Cricket. Correct answer is cricket, or more specifically, test cricket. That's what they call the highest level. There's only 12 teams that um, qualify for it. The West Indies team has been, they were like team number five or six, I think in the late 30s was when they qualified, um, thanks to British colonialism. Question two In what year did the Jamaican bobsled team first compete in the Olympics? Oh, I uh, well, I'll take the year or the um, or the city, whichever. If you remember one and not the other, hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna lock in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Watched that movie one time. <laughs> Didn't watch the real thing. No. Uh, I don't know if I would have been able to, or if that's a subtle hint. You would have been able to. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Would he? Wait a minute. Yes, he would have. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes. <Didn't say. laughs> he said physically able to watch it doesn't mean I would have been able to watch it and understand. Okay. <laughs> 
don't know when the movie came out. Couldn't have been too too much longer after the actual event. I'm locked in. David? I said 1988. I believe that was Calgary. Kels? 88. Andy. 88, the year I graduated high school, so I could understand things. <laughs> you could, but did you? Yeah, a little bit <laughs> here and there. There was a lot of old style Sherm- involved. Shermer's got a really good. Shermer is not real. I didn't go to Shermer. Not a real place. So the correct answer, the correct answer, if you'd like to hear it, is 1988 in Calgary. Yay. Woo. So. From what I read, they they had to borrow borrow sleds to compete in because they didn't have a good enough sled. Uh, officially, they didn't even finish. I think they they wiped out before they got to the end, so they didn't even place. Had to carry. Um, but by the nineteen ninety four Olympics, they finished fourteenth ahead of both the U.S. and Russian teams. Whoa! I think they're still competing today. I think there's a uh, like a two woman team. That's trying to qualify for the um, for the next Winter Olympics. Question three: Which U.S. Virgin Islander was one of the best NBA players of all time, with a Rookie of the Year win in 1998, five championship rings, and three Finals MVP wins, among many other honors? Locked in. Locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay. <laughs> uh, Andy, I bet Kells has us right. Okay. Deva? Tim Duncan. Kells? He spent most of his life as a swimmer. The big fundamental, Mr. Tim Duncan. So Andy, because Kells got it right, got 10 points also. Yes. His his big sister was an Olympic swimmer. Right. And Mm -hmm. he was on his way to becoming an Olympic swimmer until Hurricane Hugo came along and destroyed the only Olympic swimming pool on the island that he lived on. I think it was St. Thomas. And so he said, well, I guess I'll play basketball instead. It is tragic how water (laughs) will just destroy a good pool. (laughs) I I suspect it might've been more the wind that did that, but I I don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It was on St. Croix. Question four. What Dominican pitcher won more games than any other in the 1960s? but never won a Cy Young award and only played in one world series game. Ooh. 1960s. Yep. I mean, he was, he was a clear leader in wins throughout the decade of the sixties. Yeah. I'm locked in. I would have imagined this guy pitching in more than one world series game, but I might be thinking about him on a different team. Uh, I have a guess. I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in too. Kels? I guess Juan Marichal. <laughs> yeah. And Juan Marichal. Devo. Juan Marichal. Marichal. Correct answer is Juan Marichal. So, Youngs. Nope. Did you know he was part of what is called the greatest game ever pitched? No. Against Warren Spawn of the Brewers in 1963. Together, they pitched 15 scoreless innings each. Whoa. 
each. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so finally, Willie Mays homered in the 16th to end the game. Stupid Willie Mays ruining everything. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were kind of glad. I bet they were tired by then. Oh my God, yes. I mean, Something got to give. I mean, but think about it. A single batter has faced you, what, seven times? Seven, yeah. eight times by then? And you still can't get a hit on this <laughs> like, He's just roasted, like they're roasting people all game. Yeah, there was one one great hitter, I think, besides um, Willie Mays that, you know, was didn't get a hit in that game. Willie McCovey? I don't remember. They're all, it's just all sports ball to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. At the end of round four, Davo has a hundred, Andy one hundred and two, and Kells one twenty. James didn't you? You by the way, you were all perfect in sports. Oh, you nice. got forty points. So let's move on to movies. Oh, Question one: What 1997 sequel starring Sandra Bullock was nominated for eight Golden Raspberry Awards <laughs> and features a <laughs> and features a very expensive scene in which a cruise ship collides oh. with a town on the island of Saint Martin? Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. I need I need the full name. I'm in there. I'm in there too. <laughs> Deva. Speed two cruise control. Kels. <laughs> Speed to cruise control. And Andy. Speed to cruise control. You gotta give them credit. Cruise control. Get it? It's a cruise. <laughs> it can't slow down. <laughs> it's ah, it's so clever. Apparently they they spent about half the budget for the movie on that crash scene. It was something like seventy five million dollars. Oh. And in, they did not make that back. <laughs> no. In, that was in nineteen ninety seven. Ooh, in 97 money. Ooh. All right. 1973's Live and Let Die was filmed partly in Jamaica, but was set in what fictional Caribbean nation? Oh, crap. Oh, really? No. I, <laughs> oh, no. Having never watched a James Bond movie, I figured this is probably a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Wasn't the 7-Up guy in that movie? The Cola Nut. Yeah. The grisly, refreshing taste. <laughs> Seven up guy, right? Yep. You know what? I'm yeah. locked in. Thank you, David, oh. for the answer. I don't know if that's Seven Up Guy? I don't know if that's Live and Let Die. It's Paul McCartney. There were I think there were a couple Bond movies that were set around there, weren't there? Yeah. I'm locked in. But Live and Let Die does have mm, one of my favorite Bond girls. Well, Robert Java. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I believe that's the one with um the answer I'm gonna put. Yeah. I'm locked in. Kells, what's your answer? I said Solitaire Island. Gula Nutella. I think Kells knows the answer to this question. Wow. Mm. That was a risky move. I don't know it, so I might as well try it. <laughs> That's well, fair. The correct answer is Saint Monique. Oh, it wasn't Kulanutta. Hmm. Huh. No. 
So did you guys know that there's an airport near Ocho Rios, Jamaica, called the Ian Fleming International Airport? I had no idea. No. Now you know. Hey. I think he had an estate there at some point. All right. This 1987 Wes Craven film depicts an anthropologist who visits Haiti looking for a drug used to create zombies. Oh, oh, I'm locked in. I am also. Give me a minute. I saw this movie and I hated it. I just watched it recently. (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) I thought it was going to be good. Um, Give me a minute. Give me, give me. No one is pushing you, Andy. No one is yeah. rushing you. <laughs> the crunch you feel is is yourself. Like you're applying the crunch. <laughs> oh my god, I'm blocking it. It was living no. like that. Paul McCartney did the song. He did. It was wings. Oh, I can see the cover. Did you know the subtitle "Live and Let Die"? Hold on, everybody, Andy stop Keen? talking. <laughs> Just it's got all right. It's got that guy that like he's quasi zombie, and he seems to be he has his hand in front of his mouth. It's Baron Zombie. Stop it! Live and let die. You know what? I hate everybody. All Please of you, stop talking. Uh, Jeffrey the, the Jeffrey Hunter, That's his name. The, Oh, I got it. I'm locked in. Andy? The Serpent and the Rainbow. There you go. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, thank God. And Kels? I want to steal Davo's answer. When he when he locks in as quickly as he did, that's usually a good good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, correct answer no. is The Serpent and the Rainbow. All right, question four. This one's a little bit long for you guys for two points each name the subtitles of each of the five pirates of the caribbean movies oh my gosh whoa (laughs) this Uh, is my guilty pleasure i love these movies i think you've all used your steals so nobody can steal andy's answer here Uh, i know them too you guys are awesome (laughs) locked in I'm I'm locked in. I only know two, maybe. I'm locked in. <laughs> Devo, what's your answer? I have uh, Curse of the Black Pearl and At World's End, and that's all I've got. Two of the better okay. ones. Kels? Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, On Stranger Tides, and Dead Man Tell No Tales. Andy? On Stranger Tides, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest at World's End. Andy and Kells, you both got them uh, correct. Kells, I'm going to give you a bonus two points for getting them in the correct order. Oh, come on. I didn't know that was a... (laughs) It wasn't until I heard him give them in the correct order. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think anybody would do that. It just kind of occurred to me to give a bonus for that. At the end of round five, Devo has 124, Andy 132, and Kells 152. Our last category, which is history. Oh, no. Question one. What British naval officer served as the governor of New South Wales, Australia, 
but is best known for his involvement in a failed attempt to bring breadfruit from Tahiti to the Caribbean to feed slaves. Oh, crap. I should know that. I do not know. Um... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm going to lock in this thing that I wrote. Locked in. Andy? John Paul Jones. Mm. Ava? Cook. Oh. I said Nelson. Correct answer? Captain William Bly. Oh. Oh. So his first attempt was uh, on the bounty, which you probably have some idea of how that turned out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He did. He, you know, he was uh, completely convict, um, exonerated in uh, in court for what happened on the bounty, and uh, he went out. He, he had several other voyages after that, including one that successfully brought breadfruit from Tahiti to the Caribbean. Question two: Escaped slaves often mixed with indigenous people and formed their own communities and were known by what colorful name? I'm gonna punt. I think I th- think I know what you're asking. I'm locked in. Oh man, I'm I'm locked in. All right, Deva, what's your answer? I punted. All right. Kells. I had no idea, so I said the Ray Guy Society. And Andy. I'm really going out on a limb, but I think you're talking about the Maroons from the eighteenth and nineteenth century. <clears throat> Hmm. The correct answer is Maroon. Yes! Nice! Yes! Got one. Andy, it probably would have helped you if I'd said that uh, there are Maroons in like the Carolinas also. Yes, that would have helped me a lot. (laughs) And obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but they weren't called that because of the color. They were called because they were, it's it's one of those words that's kind of hazy in origin. Um, it's related, it's more related to like marooning someone on a desert right. island or something like that. Oh, wow. But there are also some, um, Spanish and native words that it could have derived from. Question three, what U.S. founding father was born on the island of Nevis? Locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Kels? I just wrote down Patrick Henry. Andy? Alexander Hamilton. And Devo? Alexander Hamilton. Correct answer is Alexander Hamilton. Question four. What are the nicknames of the brutal Haitian father and son dictators who ruled from 1957 to 1986? Oh. Brutal Haitian dictators. Yep. I am locked in. I remembered this. I don't remember this, but I am locked in. Is Andy still thinking? No, I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? I had no idea, so I said, uh, Wyclef Jean and Proswell. <laughs> and Shalimar. <laughs> <laughs> Andy? Don and Baron? <laughs> uh, Deva. It was Papa Doc and Baby Doc. Oh! 
<clears throat> the correct answers were Papa Doc Duvalier and Baby Doc right. Duvalier. Right. I should have known that. <clears throat> Papa Doc. So, Papa Doc was actually a physician uh, who won a very populist campaign in the 50s and then immediately pretty much turned into a brutal dictator. <clears throat> and then when he died in like uh, like 69 or something like that, his son, who was 19 at the time, took over and became Baby Doc. So, full points to Devo. Mm-hmm. Which gives us a really interesting final score. Devo has 144. Kells and Andy are tied with 152. Mm-hmm. It's anybody's game. It really is. Oh, man. So, for a final question, I have a list of 28 countries or dependent territories in the Caribbean. And I have them sorted by population. Specifically population estimated as of uh, July 2017. Mm -hmm. That's the most recent I could find. So I just need need you to name me the top 10. Uh, Wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother. The Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bubba. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. All right, Dave. What are your answers, Dave? I wrote down Haiti, the Dominican Republic, Cuba, Jamaica, the Bahamas, Puerto Rico, Barbados. Am I going too fast? Nope. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago, U.S. Virgin Islands, and Curaçao. Ooh, Curaçao. He just wanted to say it again. I like that name. That was really cool. Kels? All right. I have Haiti, the Dominican Republic, the Bahamas, Dominica, Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, Antigua and Barbuda, Grenada, Cuba, and Jamaica. Jamaica? Yes. Okay. Andy? I have Cuba, Haiti, Jamaica, the Bahamas, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Martinique, Barbados, Aruba, and Grenada. All right. I've tallied up the scores. Uh, let's find some of the misses. Kels, I think you know, you figured out that you shouldn't have gone with Dominica. You should have gone with the Dominican Republic, probably, right? I did have the Dominican Republic. Um, I had them both. Oh, that's right. You did. Sorry. My bad. No, it's all good. Um, but Dominica, no. Antigua and Barbuda are 17. Grenada. Mm. A few of you had Grenada. That's uh, 16 points. Just Virgin Islands are 15th. Mm. <clears throat> Curacao is. Didn't I finish? 12. Dang it. Wow. Close. So here's the list starting with number 10 Barbados with 283,000 people, Bahamas, 379. 
I wasn't sure anybody was going to get these next two, but Andy got one of them. There's Martinique and Guadeloupe. Oh, uh, both both French territories. Number six, uh, Trinidad and Tobago. A couple of you got that. Right. Um, with that's the first one that's got over a million. Jamaica has two point seven million. Puerto Rico, three point five million. That'll do it. The Dominican Republic and Haiti both have almost eleven million, and Cuba has a little bit over eleven million. Dang it! So, by my calculations, Davo, you were in last place, and uh-huh. I can count eight correct for you for eighty points, giving you the lead with two twenty-four. Uh-huh. Kells, I counted seven for you. Yep. Which gets you to two twenty-two. You're currently in second place. Andy got eight. Dang it! For eighty points, two thirty-two, and just barely. Wow. Left. But it was Martinique. Martinique did. I am astonished because I felt like I was so far behind in this entire episode. Now history, you found well. And thank good for thank no. goodness for my whole unit on American imperialism and AP U.S. history that helped me out with the final question. AP history for the win. Well, congratulations, Andy. That was an outstanding. Outstanding job. Thank you. Actually, congratulations to all of us. We did real well. I'm so Thank proud of you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Neil. So I'm assuming, uh, Neil, we're doing the same type of scoring we've done for our other two tournaments? Uh, yeah. It seems to work out. So for tournament-wise, Andy just earned three points. Devo earned two, and Kells earned one. One of Kells' very, very rare third-place wow. matches. Wow. So, from everybody here at the Brain Little Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with winner Andy. I want to give a shout out to a fan of the show, Megan, who uh, got student of the month at Fisher High School. And do you guys know what you get for student of the month at Fisher High School? The Lego Millennium Falcon. Whoa! Right. We went to the wrong nice school. No kidding. I want to go to Fisher High she School. Got, uh, she listens to every episode, and she got student of the month. And well done, Megan. Congrats. And she has a Lego Millennium Falcon, and we don't. When So, friend of the show, Megan, when you're done with that Millennium Falcon all put together and nice, tweet us a yes. picture. We'd love to see it. I'd love to have one of those, but I went on a cruise instead. Yes. We all have to make our choices. Now I'm rethinking my life decisions. Uh, we also have Kells. Kells, you want to say goodbye? Uh, now I'm just kind of wondering what they give you for being student of the month at Shermer High. But Not maybe a real high weekend. school fiction. And Neil. I don't have a clever quote ready today. I kind of forgot about it because of my vacation. So I'm glad to be back. Oh, we're glad yeah. to have you. Signing off. Oh, yeah. Like what you hear, yeah. You should listen to the show on your favorite podcast app, yeah. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, yeah. You want to talk to us? You can tweet us at Ladle Brain, yeah. Also, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We're Brain Ladle Productions, yeah. Don't you miss it, yeah. 
We also have individual website and emails, brainladletrivia.com. You can find Neil, you can find Kills, Dave and Andy. Yeah. If you want to donate to the madness, we have a Patreon. We hope to see you again soon. Go down that lonesome highway, yeah. Dig it! The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.